What is up, everybody? This is another one. Per usual. <laughs> Can you tell us a joke? Oh, I have a question. Yes. Do you know why blind men don't skydive? No. Because it scares the hell out of their dogs. <laughs> it scares the hell out of their dogs? Yep. You're seeing eye dogs, you get it? <laughs> Did you get that joke? Need that joke. Okay, okay Dad. Oh, yeah. Good night. <laughs> Great talking to you. Lovely. Just Toodles. kidding. Okay. Welcome to um, our podcast. Yeah, episode 10. Welcome, everyone. And today we're having someone very special here. How special? And <laughs> very special man. Our first guest, and his name is Frank. Hi, Frank. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I mean, pretty much you're the first guest on our podcast. So you're, you're going to be sort of our guinea pig at this point. Well, so I, I hope you're I'm, okay with that. <laughs> I'm equally flattered and scared. <laughs> we got like 99 questions for you. Fire away. <laughs> I hope they're yes, no answers. I mean, <laughs> we're just so excited. There's a guy on our podcast, really. Yes. Hey. <laughs> lucky am I to be that guy. You know what? I think what we have to do for the audience is maybe give a little bit of an introduction. Would you be able to kind of give us like what you do and sort of where you stand and I don't know if you are comfortable with sharing any of those details but whatever you can I mean we'll sure. take it um hello everybody my name is Frank I'm uh, in my late 30s I'm currently not standing I'm actually laying down on a couch um and I work in general contracting okay yes and I have dog care okay <laughs> Are you are you a uh, New York native? Yeah, no, I'm from New York originally, but I'm from Long Island. So traditionally speaking, when people say you're from New York, they always think you mean the city, which I would be lying if I would say I was born in the city. But I have mm. lived here and been coming here for the better part of 20 years. So I do consider myself a New Yorker, for sure. I mean, you definitely have the accent, so. I've gotten that quite a few times, that's for sure, yes. What I, are people... And I sometimes get Boston too, oddly enough. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think you might sound a little Bostonian. The yeah. wicked. If I talk. watch Good Will Hunting, I usually end up speaking like one of those guys uh, for about a week. Um, <laughs> it kind of rubs off on me. Yeah, any type of movie you watch, you start talking like all those characters yep. for a long time. Certainly does, certainly does. But uh, I lived in Maryland for a couple of, for about a year and a half. Um but that's really it in terms of like long-term living anywhere. So yeah, pretty, pretty, I'm pretty New York through and through. Okay, cool. Irina, do you, you want to start us off with the question? Yeah. I want to talk about dating in New York. 12 inches. Oh no, I'm sorry. 30 <laughs> cents. I thought you were asking something else. I'm sorry. I'm kidding by the way, obviously. <laughs> We'll continue this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue this conversation after after we done that, recording. Let's see if that gets edited. We're definitely keeping this part. <laughs> All right, no, but can you share about a little bit about your dating experience in New York City? How has been, and do you find it's difficult to find someone? 
Interesting. Are you asking me specifically about New York City? Yes. Okay, interesting. Uh, my situation, I guess most people would probably say this, is kind of unique only because I've since I've been in the city full time, I was in a relationship for a good chunk of it. So I really haven't had the traditional going on 50 dates, you know, experience that you see in like the rom-com movies. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, I have gone on, you know, my fair share. Um, was any of your dates from online or it was just naturally you met them somewhere? The majority was natural. Okay. Um, and as of late, there's been a few online, but um, I prefer the natural more so than the online. Why is that? I'm certainly more of an old school kind of a person. And I, I like the organic and then the natural way of meeting somebody, be it at a restaurant or a bar or a coffee shop or even the subway walking down the street. Um, that instant connection that you can sometimes have is very valuable. And that that moment can be is more real than a, a swipe left or right or check or whatever it is these days, you know, um, on, on all these crazy apps. So I like the spontaneity of that moment and the realness of that. And I also think that by losing that, I think dating in general has suffered with the whole like swiping culture, you know, and people are in the, people are dispensable. And, uh, you know, if you would check yes on, on an app, mm-hmm. then that means in my mind, you should have the confidence to walk up to him or her at a restaurant or maybe not, maybe not a restaurant, but at a bar or at a social engagement party or whatever and talk to him or her. You, you know? know, that's funny. Cause we had a conversation about this and about online dating versus traditional dating. Sometimes you see someone online, but you not necessarily feel like you can approach them, but because you can just, it's easy to swipe them. Then if I saw them outside, I don't think I would approach them. Yeah. You know what I mean? The same thing goes for the guy. Like, I don't think every guy will feel very confident approaching the woman he likes. Of course not. No, most don't. That's why most guys go home alone. Which they should. Oh. No, no, no. No, I'm not being in, 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 a, in, a, in a sarcastic way. I mean, most people should. Um, you know, including myself, uh, I'm just saying it's the same thing as like when people want to berate somebody online because of their political views or because of something they did from the, from their parents' basement. It's easy to do that with the defense of a computer screen. That's all. Yeah. I mean, but how do you meet someone naturally and organically during COVID? Ah, uh-huh. pretty difficult. Uh-huh. You can't see anything. Yeah, I I can't say I've had any success in that category <laughs> since COVID, but I will say um, I did notice that there was this um, there was this feeling once like this the the, the heavy um, uh, quarantining stopped that people were some people were almost so anxious to talk to humans again, real people, that they were almost it, it almost made up for lost time. A little bit. And some people, <laughs> some people were like running the other way when they saw a human as well. But, you know, there was a unique opportunity there where people were certainly looking for connections in that, you know, once we started going outside again. But uh, yeah, and that's not really not a good answer. But um, that's probably why the online thing has become so popular in the last uh, two or three months, more so than ever before. I mean, people have definitely gotten creative during COVID. And you would see that FaceTiming. on FaceTiming, I mean, doing their like virtual dates, yeah. you know, 
Uh, I've never done that, just, and I and I had girls ask me to, if they wanted. Sorry, ladies asked me if that, if they wanted me to do that. You know, hey, would you want to do a virtual date? And I was like, no. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll happily talk on the phone for an hour or something. You know, or let's go for a you know a safe distance walk or whatever you want to do. But like, I'm not sitting on a laptop for two hours. I want to be. What is what is that? We're gonna what? Why? Well, how does a virtual Why date work? Why is that so bad? How, how does it work? Do you want to go on a virtual date with me right now? Yes or no? <laughs> No. no. Okay. Well, let's let's pretend you said yes. And okay. then what would, what would we do on this virtual date? Okay. So I would set up a time first. Uh, we would plan because normally you would want to plan these things out. Otherwise, you're going to catch them at random times and it might just be very awkward. Um, number two, like it depends on what kind of a virtual date you're doing. Are we doing a happy hour virtual date or are we doing like a dinner virtual date? Or, you know, late night virtual date. Let's I don't say, know. Let's let's do something in the middle where it's a dinner virtual date. <laughs> okay. So what does that mean? So I would I would prepare my own dinner. <laughs> you prepare your own. Dinner. I, this is gonna sound this is gonna sound very sad, but we were in sad times. So let's be real here. I think this was just like people just like desperately needing to find others to hang out with. So you would find like you know something to cook up get yourself a little like meal prepared and get all done up dress up nicely whatever from like you know like i don't know stomaching up because you don't really shoot below that um oh, what if, if you're doing the, if you're doing the um you know after hours one you mentioned when you, what if you get <laughs> it might be necessary <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i mean you guys would just sit there and hang out and eat and like talk about life like that why would that not be a bad idea because instead of getting physical like for most people i guess on tinder and or bumble and whatever you go on these days uh a lot of people are just so like eager to pounce on each other and that's not necessarily how you create that bond and build a connection with another person yeah no so wouldn't that makes sense and maybe it kind of forces you to be friends first and really understand and get like a you know like a good connection before meeting that person in person yeah no i, I agree with what you're saying uh, it, it makes perfect sense in terms of the goal you're trying to accomplish of obviously not jumping in the sack right away and getting to know somebody which which i agree with wholeheartedly you know in in pre-covid and covid times but uh, I just feel like that, like, for example, I would blissfully go on a bunch of dinner, regular, you know, regular dinners and, you know, a bar or a museum or a movie or, you know, just a walk, quite frankly, it is like my favorite thing in the world to do, you know, um, what you want to call it. Uh, and then, you know, then worry about the intimacy, intimacy stuff later, you know, because that would hopefully come natural. Um, over time uh but i feel like the to have a dinner date like you were just a dinner what dinner zoom or whatever you want to call it like yeah like that's just like it feels so forced it feels so awkward that it's it's just like mm -hmm. it's just not my thing you know like you know i i'd rather do like an amazing thing in the park or a restaurant or something i'm not getting dressed up to sit by myself and look at a screen <laughs> like, i'm not doing it like I'm okay but we were talking we were talking desperate no, which, which i totally totally and get in, and i'd rather just like talk this... on, 
I would happily like, hey, we talk on the, you know, whatever you text in the beginning and then at least like a phone call, great. And like, you know, then, then maybe yeah. a FaceTime thing. I could see us getting quicker from like talking on the phone and FaceTiming as friends for like three or four hours than like doing some late night thing, as you so funny, uh, as you so, you know, humorously <laughs> said, well, quick, quicker than I would like get dressed up in a suit and cook myself my own meal while we like cheers our glasses at the screen. Like, I don't know. That seems a little weird to me. You're okay. You're making it very sad. So I, I get your point. <laughs> I understand you want to have like the normal human to human contact. You're talking to somebody who, sorry if I'm coming off like so like definitive, but like I'm anti, I, I'm not anti. I'm <laughs> generally speaking against and, 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 and skeptical about most of the online things out there today. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I don't even, literally don't even know what TikTok is. I don't even know what it is right You're now. missing out. I have no idea what it is. Not a clue. <laughs> you know, I finally learned what a boomerang was like about six months ago. Okay. <laughs> so all of these things that are like fuel, like less real communication, less real interaction with humans, I'm, I'm pretty much against. Okay. I mean, you know, you're entitled to your own opinion i think that's great if that works for you you know go for it there are just other people who don't really have the confidence to like really be out there and put themselves out there and or you know they they just feel better and comfortable behind the screen and just say okay well maybe i don't want to spend that much money going out no there's know, like paying for someone's dinner there's and valid like points that. to that but part of it too is yeah that train of thought over a long period of time especially especially if that's all you know will only lead to more self-doubt and less confidence like there has okay like, you have to be that boy in sixth grade or seventh grade who walks up to the girl and like you know taps her on the shoulder and like you know she has to turn and she turns him down and he's like scarred for like a summer like that has to happen because then you realize like, oh, okay, well, like, okay, I got my heart broken or whatever, you know, but then you, you, you build a little, a little Teflon there. You, you realize how the world works and, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, like an allergy, you know, like, okay, like peanut allergies. Okay. So there's one kid, there's one kid in the school who's allergic to peanuts, right? So peanuts are banned from the entire mm -hmm. school. So what happens? More kids become allergic because they have no, they don't have the immune system for it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like that. Yeah. Like you have to like like you know it's okay to be it's okay to get your heart broken once in a while. It's good you have to get rejected, man. Not everybody gets a trophy. It's okay. You're not going to get the girl every time. But you get rejected online too. But it's not the same. You're swiping a hundred times yes, and you're and some of them hit, some of them don't hit, whatever, and you're not feeling the rejection. Well, but sometimes you match with someone and then you actually have him. FaceTime that person or you talk to them on the phone and then disappear. Uh, which <laughs> so how bad do they have to feel? It makes you feel they didn't even it do it naturally. I, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't make you feel bad, but if we'll put that's version one. Yeah. And version two is you meet somebody at the at the at, at a coffee shop and you have that cute conversation and then you exchange numbers and you call and you go on two dates and a dinner and then the person ghosts you. Version two. That's harder than the first one. Does that make any sense? Okay. You know. But anyway, I'm not trying yeah, to be a know-it-all. Yeah. I'm just there's my just my two cents. You know. No, that's totally 
yeah, fine. I mean, yeah. we, I think that really is valid. Um, and I hope that like kind of resonates with some people that are listening too. Uh, but speaking mm-hmm. of dating, do you think men should pay on yes. the first date? Oh, that it was quick. Big. Why shouldn't they? Okay. Why do you think you want to do that for your first date? Generally speaking, well, <sighs> the quick answer is I'm an old school guy. and Come on, man. Man up. What are we talking about? Okay. <laughs> if you really want to be technical about it, by definition, I mean, traditionally speaking, I would have asked the lady out. So I'm asking her to grace her with her presence and it's my treat, you know, like it's almost as if you invited me to your home to to prepare a meal type of a situation. BYO food. There you go. Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) Um, No, I just think, I just think the man should pay in the beginning and I, and I, and I don't think the man should always pay. I think in the first date, of course, it shows a woman should be taken care of. And, and, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, she's, you know, he's taking you out to five-star restaurants, you know, four times a week and you don't pay anything. That's ridiculous. Of course, then you'll, you'll feel taken advantage of. But the first date, of course, it's not, oh, come on. I would never want my daughter or my sister, which I have neither of, by the way, uh, <laughs> to be with a guy who on their first, second, or third date didn't, cut, didn't pick up the check without hesitation. I mean, I have to agree on that one, though, because it kind of shows that you're making an effort rather than like you're just another person. Yeah, I, I don't care. That's what it comes off as. I don't care about the fact that they did or they didn't pay for it. It's just the 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 intention behind it, maybe, that I would have to question. Like, what does this mean? Yeah, it's funny. And, and the reason why I say yes so quickly isn't to answer that very question that you just had in your head. I, I, if that makes any sense, like I'm doing it for different reasons than you think I'm doing it. I, I, to me, Mm -hmm. it's just like, number one, it's like, duh, of course, like the man pays and you want to treat the woman like a lady, show her a good evening at a nice restaurant or whatever, whatever it is you're doing. It doesn't be a dinner. It doesn't be a dinner. It could be anything. Nine times out of 10, the best first dates aren't a dinner. It's just like you went, you went for a cup of tea or a drink and it ended up being the best night ever. You know, and I don't mean in the sack. I just meant like you had a good, fun, organic conversation and laughs a lot, you know. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, that's the answer. And the man pays for the first couple of times at least, you know. Okay. Ladies, you heard that. <laughs> Frank is willing to Amen. pay on the first date. <laughs> and if you meet some guy on Tinder or Bumble and he doesn't offer to pay for on the first dates. You know, assuming again you're doing a traditional first date. I mean, that's yeah. You know, the guy's really a sketchball. Well, I have shared some stories that my previous dating experience, and I have had a date when a guy would split with me. He's like, "Let's split the bill." When actually split the bill. I, I'm the kind of person, and my close friends and family, well, all my family, my close friends, if we go out and there's two or three of us, usually one of us will just pick up the bill. And then when we're all we're out together next time, somebody else picks up the bill. Or and if there's five of us out, we'll just you know throw down some credit cards and we just split it down the middle. Not who got what drink, who got yeah, no, come on. No, no, no. We're not kids anymore. 
you know. And that's that. And if any, if, if, if there is that couple or that guy or girl who had, you know, 13 drinks, that's excessive. Yeah, of course, that pay a lecture if need be. But like, nobody, nobody cares, you know, like, it's <laughs> have all... you, but have you always been this way? Or yeah, when you course. were younger, no, did you always. ever acted differently? No? no, I've been the same. Because some, some things come well, okay, there's a difference. Yeah. yeah, I think it's something that kind of changes also when you become an adult and you're a little bit more established in your career, possibly, because sometimes you just plain and simple, you can't afford it. So and she should that. for those people who want to do that, they. Yeah. But if he, but who picked, he probably picked a restaurant, right? No, even if you go for a drink uh, and she orders too many drinks and he can't pay for that. So like what? What is what do you do in that situation? I, I, I hear what you're saying. I agree. I agree. Um, well, first, first off, if you're, if you're going on a first date and she orders so many drinks that she's going to bankrupt you, <laughs> that's probably a bigger cause for concern than the, than the, than the Amex bill. Um, but uh, I do see your point. I've never had that problem. And again, I, I, obviously, I'm more successful now than I was when I was 21. I mean, just to give you an idea, when I was a kid, which I consider like, you know, 18 to 25 uh, to 24, you know, I was making almost nothing. That's not true. What I was, you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't making nearly as much as I should have been making for the hours I was working, to put it lightly. You know, I wasn't bringing home thousands upon thousands of dollars a week, but you did what you can do. And you, and you traditionally speaking, went to places that you could afford, you know, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with the next question for you. Um, what are some of your relationship expectations? Um, anything more specific than that or just? Just in general. When I walk in the house, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna either, <laughs> I wanna smell something cooking or hear a vacuum on. Cleaning. Okay, the girl needs to know how and to that's cook. It. No, I'm kidding. That's like the most horribly male, male government. And she needs to Somebody know. needs to slap this man right now. But ladies, he pays on the first date. <laughs> that's obviously a joke. Oh my God. I'm just totally kidding. Totally kidding. Uh, just the opposite. Uh, oddly enough, I'm, the I'm, I'm the weird guy there. who I actually can't cook, which is one of my biggest uh, flaws. Excuse me. Flaws. But I, but I actually clean like crazy. So I'm actually that weird ass who will like using the vacuum and cleaning the kitchen and all that jazz, but, uh, but literally will not cook dinner, you know, unless it's like something really, really perfectly basic, which is one of my biggest regrets. Would you like to learn how to cook? Honestly, no, <laughs> okay. but I should, but, but any man should be able to cook like two or three great meals. That's it. Do two or three things. Have a couple of go-to dishes that, you know, the husband or the dad or whoever can take care of. And, you, and you're pretty much set. And I don't even have that. So I'm pretty much a disgrace for your first male uh, guest here. But that's okay. We'll make it work. <laughs> I don't believe you. I think you'll, if you really wanted to, you'd be able Oh, no, to I think I could. I just don't. I, I, know, I know I'd be lying to you if I was yeah. I'd have the actual desire to like, well, let's get, let's get the book. Take the class and buy it. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, what if your girlfriend decides to teach you how to, to cook something? Would you be willing to learn? 
yeah, of course. And that's also like a fun thing to do as a couple. Of course, yeah, you have the kitchen, you have the ingredients, you go shopping. It's all part of the fun, yeah. Of course. Pretty much any, there's, there's not many things. I can't think of anything that my, that my girlfriend would say, do you want to do X, Y, or Z? And, and I would say no to. I mean, I one time went to an opera, for goodness sakes. You know? And that, and that wasn't even in English. I don't know what the hell they were saying. You know? In another country. I sat there. It wasn't my cup of tea, but it was interesting. That's cool, you know? So how did the that opera or the, the relationship? <laughs> the relationship. <laughs> well, it ended, you know? <laughs> but not at the opera, although that'd be very dramatic if it did at the I opera. See. At, the, at the climax of the opera, we got into a fight in orchestra C. <laughs> okay. And uh, that's how it ended. Uh, but no, the relationship obviously ended, but it wasn't about the opera. That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> okay. So just to lead into that, what are oh, your so deal breakers? Your my expectations. <laughs> you went all around it. <laughs> he wanted, he wants a girl no, who's going to vacuum and clean. Someone who can cook. So <laughs> she needs to know how to cook pretty much. That's the expectation. No, that was a happy joke. That okay, was a happy joke. So, Sorry, should we go back to that one? or did you Yes, wanna... no, let's go back to expectations and then he's going to answer the other question. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, I'll wait. Sorry, so the question is explanation in English. Obviously, that's a huge um. Obviously, that's a huge question. Just give us a few. Anything that comes to your mind. These are general answers because it's not specifics. Like I want you to, you know, I would want my partner to do this and this and this for me. Or no, that's not. My mind doesn't work that way. The only really thing that it comes down to, in my opinion is that there's obviously a mutual love and respect for each other. And almost equal to that is that we're a team. And it's a companionship that we're a team. And there's no winner and there's no loser. And nobody's really keeping score. And we're looking out for the best in each other. As long The moment, the minute I feel that we're not on the same team or, you know, taken for granted, or or being used, which goes into your first date, uh, picking up the tab, you know, a bit earlier. Uh, I turn off in a second, in a second. So that's like a deal breaker for me right there. Which is a good segue into your next question. What are the deal breakers? You know, so that's not really very specific, but that's okay. kind of like. I mean, I think umbrella, yeah, we're going to be fine. Like, I don't care if you cook or clean, as long as we're in that page, because you maybe you do X, Y, Z. That makes that makes our relationship and my life and our household better, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty broad because there's so many benefits that you you and that partner of yours could have for each other, and it's like pretty relative to what you think is important to you. So yeah. Like you said, like if if there's general and mutual respect, then I guess any trials and tri tribulations, like it, it could kind of like mask it in the end. It'll like kind of balance it out. Hopefully, I, I'm thinking I that's what you're kind of going because mask it at. seems like you're trying to cover something up. I would think it offers you a good starting point. It offers you a good healthy foundation with which you can. Then Start tackling those mm -hmm. 
inevitable right. obstacles of a real relationship, especially once you throw in a marriage, kids, and all the and, and all the fun, you know. Okay. Right, exactly. like more of an understanding um, with each other. And again, again, to me, it's back okay. to being on the same team. Like, I, I know that sounds very general, but like, so, hey, maybe on Monday I did everything, and, be, and you did nothing, and on Tuesday I did everything, you did nothing, or I, we divvy up the chores or responsibilities, you know. Um, so that's kind of like the broad strokes, I guess, but on a more granular level, which I guess is probably what's more interesting to talk about. Like, yeah, like I just, yeah, once you... You want somebody who you can laugh with, who you're having fun with, and who's same goals and expectations. And, you know, I want somebody that's intelligent, you know, somebody who reads and doesn't watch reality TV all day long. And somebody who has opinions but is obnoxious. Like I can sometimes be obnoxious with that. Sometimes I can be very direct and sometimes I can turn people off. And I know that. Um, and I'm working on that, by the way. Um, <laughs> but um, somebody's not goddamn messy. That's one. How about that? Is that a deal breaker right there? A deal breaker. Don't be a fucking slob. Can we curse on this? No. Nope. Okay. Don't be a slob. You know? There you go. Okay. Got it. So she has to clean. <laughs> no, she has to make just enough math for him to Bottom clean. line. But not too much math, but just enough for him to like, oh, this place needs to be cleaned. Actually, that's probably exactly right, actually. That's, that's like, I'll be accurate what you just said. Wait, look, look. This is the thing. If you have nothing to clean, I'll find some, you're going to go crazy. <laughs> so you kind of need a little clean. bit of something. Okay. So what about then, now that we've gotten the uh, the deal breakers out of the way, we have to actually go back to a little silly, kind of a silly question, but I have to ask this for everybody and everyone's relationship. Would you rather date someone who has great personality but an ugly face or a really hot person and very bad personality? Hold on. I remember my reaction to that Hold question. On. A really hot person? So basically, a hot asshole <laughs> or, a, or, a, or a cool, you know, 7 out of 10. Like, a, are we talking a full butterface? Butter like total butterface? Full butterface. I'm sorry? I'd rather go. I'll full tell you what, butterface. You're not going to like this butter answer. Butterface. <laughs> I'll go home alone. <laughs> sorry, you got to choose wow. one. <laughs> Fine, I'll make it a little bit more watered down. Great personality with a whatever face or someone who's oh, really I'll hot. The first one. And a bad personality. I, I I'll tell you what, in my in my, you know, youth, I've been lucky enough to be at a in in, in situations, be at a restaurant, a bar, a party, a club. Well, I wouldn't do clubs, but you know, whatever. Um where you were talking to, you know, what, what many would be, what many would consider a, you know, a really pretty hot girl, what have you. And after speaking to her for 10 minutes at, at that place, I was so turned off by things she said and how she acted that it was so unbelievably easy to just go home alone and not even entertain that ridiculousness because her attitude and whatever just turned me off so, so much. So if I don't have that, there has to be some kind of connection. 
on on a on a be it intelligence, be it emotional or something. I don't care how hard you are, because I look at old like before you even get a cab. Yeah, okay, so speaking, you have yeah. standards. Yeah. That's yeah, and good. again, like, yeah, man, and, yeah, I mean, well, I'm not saying I'm an angel either. Let's, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend here, but like, <laughs> more times than not, my friend used to always laugh because we'd be younger when we, you know, you're 22 years old, you're going out, you know, you're a 22 year old guy. What are you going out for? Let's be honest. And I would be talking to a girl or two at the bar or wherever we were at, and it would end. And they'd be like, what happened? They'd be, they'd be like, why'd you walk away so abruptly? And I'd be like, I'm good, man. And then they'd ask me why. And I would just say, oh, dude, honestly, she, the shit she was saying, the stuff she was saying, I'd rather go home alone. And they would always think I was nuts. But it's just kind of like, you know, whatever. I mean, probably missed out on a couple of fun, silly, kinky nights. But, you know, I had my fun, too. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, I'm going to go with the next question. What are some of the common mistakes you made in your relationship, past relationship, or what kind of mistakes men make in general in relationships? Maybe from your friends that you heard, like yeah, what usually the common mistakes? The common mistakes. Hmm. The, qu the quick answer is they take the woman for granted uh, and they're too focused on work which is a very, very easy thing to get swallowed up in. Obviously, just like it's very easy for a, for a woman to get swallowed up in being a mother, if she's traditionally the one who's home, you know, doing all that, doing, doing the majority of that, I should say. Um, but yeah, thinking that, I think, so, and this, I've never had this problem, at least I don't think, but like, uh, I think men sometimes think that a woman or their partner doesn't have like desires uh and like oh like don't worry like you know it's like you know for example like you know the guys that work all day long and take the subway and you know has the hot secretary and she's the you know, the people at the after party and he's in his mind he's probably saying oh well she's just home anyway just you know doing a crossword puzzle and it's like no 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 she's a woman and she's out there meeting guys not that she's a meeting guy but like she's <laughs> she has desires too and she has temptation as well and like she shouldn't be taken for granted. I think that's what a lot of guys do that. Um, I don't think I've really done that much in my past. I was usually pretty damn attentive. Um, that's been difficult lately because work's been out of control lately. Um, but yeah, that's a big one. And I think uh, focusing on work is, is most men's biggest downfall. How do you balance? Still working on that. But here's also how men, especially married men, can justify it. And even I justified it in my <laughs> youth. Uh, I keep on saying like I'm an old man, but when I was younger, I used to always, in my mind, and I still play this game in my head, you think that, okay, I'm working extra, extra, extra hard now. So, and I'm, I might miss this or that event, or I might answer this phone call now. I, I, I answer the phone call now in the hopes that when I am married and there is a wife and the children, et cetera, I'll be in a position where I don't have to do this. So you, and mentally you're trying to build the framework and the foundation for essentially future savings and better life and blah, 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 you know, which is great in theory, but inevitably what happens, okay, well, you, you were building that you were building this future for when you're, the kid was born to when the kid's 10 and guess what happens? The wife leaves you, you know, because you neglected her, you never met, you never saw your kid. 
but him alone. But not even that. Before you even get to you that don't point, you don't have a relationship. You, exactly. you won't even have a marriage. Exactly. So That's you need to, from what I understand, I would want my man to really spend some time with me, especially when it's like early in a relationship. You're still getting to know each other. This is true. Yeah. Well, I I feel like for one, like I respect that of the hustle that you have planned for yourself and at least there is a future in your head rather than like living in the moment so that's not a bad thing like I I would have to say that I respect somebody who can plan for their future but also like it it does make sense in terms of like if I'm on the receiving end I would want that person to be like hey okay so I understand this is my situation I want someone who can support me, but I also want that person to help me balance myself. So it's kind of like, where do you compromise, right? That's like the toughest thing. Like, this is to me, it it makes sense. But for the person that I'm with, maybe it doesn't. And it's almost like you have to communicate and kind of meet in the middle of like what you guys should do. Like I had that issue with like my boyfriend too before. And he kind of has that same mindset. He's like, dude, I have to work this hard. I've worked this hard up to up until now. And I have to do it in order for us to be yeah. at a point where I don't have to do it all the time. So it's it's still kind of like a struggle sometimes here and there. But I think I've come to an understanding that the reason behind it is not because of its like selfish reasons. It's because it's for a family or it's for our future and things like that. So I'm kind I of think like that's grateful a healthy for it at the same time. Because that, that's actually, I mean, I can all but guarantee that's your partner's train of thought. I would say it's easier when you're yeah. living with your partner, when you see them day to day and you have, you know, you share the meal together. You still have some time that you spend together. You wake up together. You see yourself, you see them a little bit. Yeah, it's something. But when you're not, when you live in a different cities or you live in different parts of the city, you don't have that connection. And with the life being busy on both ends, you don't get to spend time together. And that's where the relationship in trouble in general, right? No, so, for sure. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. And then one other thing too, if I can just say, just in the defense of most, mm-hmm. most men out there, there has never been a time in my whole life and I've had a lot of jobs and I've had a lot of really awesome jobs that I actually enjoy doing. But there's never been a time in my life where I wanted to be at work instead of with my partner. So I can show you that there's, I mean, I can show you, but like more times than not, I can promise you that the guy isn't happy that he's taking that phone call on Saturday when he's supposed to be out for lunch or excusing himself from the, from the dinner table because he got that phone call or working until nine o'clock at night. Like he doesn't want to be doing that. He wants to be home with you or just relaxing. Or reading a book. You know, sometimes the woman might think like, he's just avoiding me. That's like, no, I don't want to be on this phone. The only person who hates us more than you who has to watch me is me who's actually on the phone. Right. I think, you know, us women, we do have to understand that. Obviously, like, not just for men, like women, like whoever is in the workforce and working and has a career, they have to take phone calls. We're having this conversation right now in New York. Okay, so we're in America, which is a very consumer-type culture. And we're in New York City, which is like 
maybe second to LA than most consumer type culture in, in, in a consumer country. Okay, so let's be honest here. More times than not, it's the woman in the relationship who spends a lot of the dough. You know, so you you can't get upset with your husband or your boyfriend or your partner, whatever, if he is focused at work bringing in money. But then you're also very quick to spend that money or you want the nicer things because you can't get one without the other, generally speaking. And I used to laugh with like my guy friends, you know, they're married. Most of my guy friends are married. And they're like, you know, she's mad that I'm at work. But every time I come home, there's 47 box, boxes from Amazon from stuff that we don't need. And not, these, and not all these guys are working 20 hours a day. Some of these guys are doing like a hard, a, a simple nine to five, nine to six, which is like cookie cutter. So it's not like they're like, you know, always at work and she's bored at eight o'clock ordering her stuff to make herself feel better. So it's like, honey, when you want to, when you want the Mercedes without thinking about it, or you want to go on that trip without thinking about it, like, yeah, to have those things, generally speaking, you have to work a little harder. So should Do a I man think- make more money? Do I think the man should? Mm-hmm. I think it's a yes. Nobody should. Yeah. Oh, but here's how my train of thought works. And this is probably going to offend half the people out there, okay? But I think deep, deep, deep down, 99% of the people will agree with it, although they won't, they won't, they won't uh, even though they won't acknowledge it in public like I'm doing right now. I'm of the school of thought. Old school. It is my responsibility as the man of the house to provide for the family. This goes back to hunting and gathering days. The woman's home with the child, protecting the child. The man is out there trying to kill the, you know, the, you know, the, the cow, whatever, you know, so he can, so he can eat. Now, obviously, I'm being very primitive and I'm half joking, but you see my point. Uh, I'm of the opinion that the man should be able to, to support his wife, the house, the children, etc. Um, uh, uh, through his work. Now, I say all that, and by no way, shape, or form does that mean that I expect the woman to be sitting home all day long, you know, just popping out kids and breastfeeding and watching cartoons. Absolutely not. I love a career woman. I want that. I want somebody who's intelligent. And I would love it if the woman made more than I did. God bless. And, and I have supported that and will continue to support that in, in all my life. Um, I just kind of want to know that, like, then no matter what, I'll be able to take care of it for the family. Um, and then that's, that's not a popular thing to say right now because it, we're, you know, of the political culture and all that jazz, but I, I, I believe that to my core. And I'll tell you something else too, and if I'm being along with it, you can tell me to shut up here. But I dated a younger woman once. She was much younger than me, but the biggest gap that we ever had. But it was a real example of where like the teacher, the student taught the teacher something. Not that it was a relationship, but you know what I'm trying to say. And she said to me, she said, the man always has to love the woman a little more than she loves him. And at first I was like, what do you mean? That's horrible. Da, 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 da. And she was like, 51, 49. And I was like, I thought about it. And she's actually 110% right. And I'll, and, and I'll make a joke about it. You're watching, you know, the ship's going down. It's Titanic. Who's on the refs? Yeah. Remaining surgeon. Okay. Where are the men? Leo's going down. And that's the way it should be. And that's perfectly fine. So in the most dramatic sense of the form, um, 
you know, the ship's literally sinking. Yeah. You know, the, the building is burning. You know, the mom, mom and the kids go out and the husband stays in for whatever reason, whatever. Um, there's, no, there's only one piece of steak left on the table. Dad goes to bed hungry. Mom and the kids eat. Uh, so that train of thought is how I approach it, you know. It's raining outside. You drop the wife off in front of the house so she doesn't get soaked. And you go park the car, you know, and hold the door for the woman. You know, and I know it's kind of like, it's that's not cool these days and da 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 da, da And, you know, I know we're in a new culture and that's great. And I support most of that. But let's be real. I think at the end of the day, men like to take care of women and, and women like to be taken care of. Can we actually talk about something you mentioned before to me? You said something about independent women and how you dated independent women. And what was your experience with them? Uh, good question. Yeah, I love an independent woman. I like a woman who actually has her own interests and her own... Um... Yeah, no, but what I'm talking about, the woman who doesn't allow men to take care of her. Um, I don't think he would like that. No, actually. I would not. No, I think that'd be great. No, no, no. I wouldn't want it to be like... <laughs> No, you would not like that. From a guy that's saying that you're going to, you know, sink with the Titanic, no. I, I'm not intimidated by a woman who's, who would make more money than I do or have a bigger career or whatever. Not at all. I, I God bless you. Awesome. Do it. Great. Beat me. Like, let's have fun with it. You know what I mean? I just hope that you wouldn't do it with, like, an attitude. If I was out on a date with somebody or in a relation with somebody and, like, we're taking a kid back to my place and she's like, I could pay for my own cab, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, goodness gracious. Like, oh, You wouldn't like that. Well, I wouldn't like the attitude. Right. That's what I'm saying. What she's saying, God because... bless you, but the way she's saying it, I have a problem with. Does that make any sense? I see. Like, you know, hey, man, if you want to pay for it, God bless you. The context. Yeah, it, was, it was like the, the, the way it's been given. It's like, come on, like, we don't have to be mean it's about it. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. You know what? Actually, I wanted to talk. We had um, an episode about the money in relationship. Oh, boy. And that was very interesting because we had this. Uh, one of the questions we had, when you get married, do you have one bank account or do you have two separate accounts? A joint. Joint account. So if she has another account on the side that she wants to keep, do you mind if she has another account she wants do to keep? Do I have keep? another account on the side? Well, it's up to you. You can if you want to. I mean, but yeah, no, uh, to me, it's a joint account. No question to ask if she wants something on the side. I guess, sure. I don't see the reason. I think it's just kind of silly overall. Oh, although I will say this, she's planning, knowing how my mind works, and this could be like problematic because I'm saying I can do it, but you can't. Um, in my mind, I would probably keep an account on the side that is like purely for like investing or what have you. That is like the emergency fund. Like if I dropped out of a heart attack the next day, my wife's okay. And she doesn't even know about this money on the side that she's going to get. I don't care what she's spending because I would only be with a partner who had similar views on that kind of stuff where it was like, hey, honey, like, yeah, I'm not going to go to the store and blow all of our money on stupid things that don't really matter, you know, or but but then when she does see something that she wants, she'll know that I'm OK, that she can, that she doesn't have to ask me. Yeah, my, my, my aunt and uncle <clears throat> back on Long Island, once he started making money, the first nice car they bought was a Jaguar. Okay, they had two Saabs growing up, which is like a pretty basic car. Mm -hmm. And then he bought his first, you know, luxury-ish type car, which was a Jaguar. Guess who drove the Jaguar? Wife? 
The wife did. Why? Because he wanted her to have it. That's the kind of guy you got to be with. That's that's the mentality right there. If you if, if that's not how it, if you if if, if you if the asshole guy with is buying a, a red Porsche, you know, when he's forty five and you're driving a you know a Hyundai, he's probably a bit of a knucklehead. You know, hey, that whoa, car whoa, is going to run forever, what's with man. The you know? Car. Hang on, I don't even care about cars or all these superficial type things, jewelry and cars. That's all irrelevant <laughs> garbage. I'm just saying, but the idea it goes back to the idea of the man wanting to take care of the woman. Uh, That's what I'm saying. You, yeah, so you want to that man will drive the Hyundai and I will drive the red proven. Porsche. But okay, I think I understand your viewpoints. Next question. <laughs> okay, I only have a couple of more. I think this would be pretty fast. What do you think I about have... living with your significant uh, I, other? Sorry, have sorry, you done it before? Answer. Yes, I have. Um, overall, I think it's a good idea. Uh, overall, I think it's good because you get to learn about the relationship, et cetera. With all of that said, the, the, the traps are this. Number one, statistically, relationships where they lived together prior for an extended period of time before marriage and in divorce more so than those that don't. Fun fact, most people don't know. Number two, what scares me is that um, when you're living together, and this is something that this is something that actually I would think the ladies would actually kind of care about more than the guys. When you're living together, it's kind of like you're married anyway. So what's the real incentive as a guy to get married? That might be a little thing where like, you know, a guy that's not very honorable or a guy with not without the best intentions could prolong a relationship. You know, that he has no intentions of actually ending a marriage, but because he's living with her, like, hey, he lives with her. She cooks, she cleans, they're intimate. Mm-hmm. It's companionship. Good. This is this is just safe. It's kosher. It's, it's clean every time, you know. Uh, so that might, you know, that might hurt the, the woman down the road. You know, I live with this guy for four years. He won't propose, you know. You hear that story all the time. You know, um, but then there's also the common sense things where, of course, like, uh, you know, you get to know each other's personalities, the mood swings and all that jazz, which is obviously very important. So I see I see the ups and ups and downs on both. OK. So how long after having dated would you No, I, I only have one experience with it, and that was usually. Again, it was so unique that it's kind of, it's not really good for this conversation. Um, I don't know if Tom, man, I would say no earlier than six months. That seems that that probably be a little quick anytime before six months, maybe a year. I don't, I don't know. Six months, six months seems about right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And she's cooking and, and cleaning, say right? That you were living with this person. Perfect. And. And she's cooking and cleaning when you get home. Perfect. <laughs> With her black Hyundai, apparently, Hopefully. that you won't yeah. get other than. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get in a fight, of course, because of that reason. No. Would you rather have <laughs> her give you silent treatment for three months? Or wow, Jeez, get that's super like, aggressive and start word vomiting to you? Stabbed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> word like just, just like going attacking with you words have to choose one. you can't walk months. out of this one 
Wow. 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 Mm -hmm. wow. Mm -hmm. I would probably, okay, only because three months is excessive. I wouldn't take that one. Silent treatment for like a day or two, I would just like, yeah, I'll take that any day of the week. You know what I'm saying? No problem. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll go for a run. You know, maybe, you know, visit a friend. You know what I mean? You know? Uh, but the, 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 uh, but in this, but three months, it's like a treat uh, to nice, me. Too long. Uh, so I'm going to go with option A. But I think it would, I think she would probably learn pretty quick that I can keep up pretty well in that category. So, so it's going to be a good head to head match. You know, I could certainly speak a lot, um, but I can be the word more, vomiting, uh, direct, being aggressive, and uh, uh, sniper like in my uh, in my execution. <laughs> you know, as opposed to the just diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> I have a good. What I mean, I have a good chance of winning that argument. Okay. That's what everyone. So it's gonna hurt. This is very. This is very true. This is very true. Now I got it. A general statement that applies to every man out there. Well, that's because every. Well, women think the same way. I have. I have to say, women do think they're gonna win every argument they're having with the man. So you know, it's like. There's a comedian who talks about this, and it's the the woman's tactic is to just you wear the men out. You wear the men out with it with 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 the you wear them out, and finally says, "Fuck it, you win." You know. That's how Muhammad Ali, the best boxer of all time, won a lot of his matches. He's called the rope de dope. So he would hang on the ropes a little yeah. bit, and the other guy would tire himself out. And he would lose. You know, the other guy would lose. Then he'd come in swinging, and there you go. And that's what you guys do. And I'm basically quoting another comedian right now. These are my own thoughts, but they're very relevant. Uh, just keep on jamming. Keep on jamming. Just, then the guys would be like, oh, fuck that. Precisely. Okay. Yeah, you know, fine. I feel fine. like a lot of. <laughs> you win. I know. Yeah. But it's not as satisfying when you say that, though. When you're in a real relationship, there's actually no real winning. There's no winner or loser in an argument. You're both losing. Men are very practical. Women, generally speaking, can be emotional more. These are very generalizations, but they're accurate. Let's be honest. Men are looking for the pure, clean-cut logic, usually in the equation. Whereas women is talking about how you made her feel. And she's, total, she's totally right in her what she's saying. But like men are like, wait a minute this is what actually happened. And you're like, yeah, but this is how it felt. But, but this is what happened. And it's like, you know, I don't know. Differences of men and women. Thank God they are there. So we, we need, we need that yin and the yang left to right. You know, exactly. We'd like to hear more uh, feedback from like our male audience. Cause that's, that's interesting. I feel like guys have a lot to yeah, no. uh, talk about. Not just talking like about cars, cars and, and boobs and girls. girls. No, guys like that's what a funny part. Of guys don't even yeah. really do that that much. That's like a you think old men are talking about <laughs> drinking and girls and cars, and we think you know, and you think and and, and all and all we're visualizing is you know, you guys jumping up and down on a you know having a pillow fight. But uh, can I ask one or two Sorry, questions dude. real quick? Yeah, yeah. go for it. Uh, and these can be like quick yes or nos. If a man didn't pay for the first meal, would you go out with him a second time? Yes or no? I would say yes. Okay. Should the man hold the door for the woman? Yes. Well, I'm in, the pre, in, in, the, in the pre-COVID days. Yes. Yes, because I don't want to touch the handle. Well, 
We'll find another random man. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want him to touch it either. I think I know where your head's at. I would want him to kick the door open. <laughs> okay. Those are two quick questions. You know. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I think that's kind of uh, that's kind of that. Well, if you think about anything else, you can come back. We'll cool. do another round, episode. Round two. Round two. My cool. pleasure. A lot of fun. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Frank, for coming again from everyone and from us. And um, we hope everyone enjoyed this episode today. You can follow us on Instagram. Our handle is per usual. And we'll see you next time.